This is the Coaching for Pastors podcast, episode 140. Hey, Pastor, thanks for spending just a few minutes with me today. We're talking about overwhelm and stress and burnout and how to avoid those things. Hey, today, can you stand one more talk about sleep? You know, I think sleep is the thing that we just love to avoid. We love to avoid it, and we love to avoid talking about it if we're not doing it right. You would think, you would think that by age 25 or 30 or 50 or 70, that we would have this sleep thing down. But the longer we go, the more things that we want to do, and the more we cheat our sleep, and we find out that, you know what, really, it's just not working out so well. Now, I don't know about you, but I do know some people, some people, that are very regimented and very disciplined about their sleep. Those people also don't deal with lagging energy levels throughout the day. They don't deal with ups and downs throughout their week generally, but they also tend to be the people that are just very disciplined and very regimented in other parts of their life as well. If you're like me, though, and you've got a lot of things that you just want to do and you never seem to have enough time in a given day to do them, you cheat your sleep. And recently, I came across this app called Rise Sleep, R-I-S-E, Sleep. Now, I'm not promoting this app. I'm using it as an example. There are a lot of sleep apps that you could download, and I would recommend picking one, looking for some ratings and reviews, picking one, downloading it, and just checking it out for this reason, so that you can get better sleep, so that you can educate yourself about sleep, learn some things maybe that you didn't know about sleep, and get better sleep, get better rest. Now, there's a practical science to sleep, so says the Rise Sleep app. And they've got these little short mini courses that you can go through. And I've gone through some of them, but one of the things that I've really enjoyed is the little energy tab that you click on, and it shows you your energy level. It gets all your data off of your iPhone or your Apple Watch or whatever it is that you have. It gets all of your sleep and activity and movement data, and then it generates for you how many hours of sleep do you need? What is the amount of sleep that you need every night? And then it gives you a desired time to hit the hay. This is a time that if you go to bed during what they call this melatonin window, you'll likely be able to fall asleep fairly quickly and then stay asleep. Now, I've played with this for the last couple weeks, and I've really learned a few things through this. Now, I'm not going to keep this long term. I just know I'm not. I'm just that way. I'm not going to keep it long term, but I'm keeping it long enough and using it long enough to learn some things about sleep that I didn't know before because sleep is so helpful. This thing's got all these little these little courses for for sleeping and here's here are some of the things that it says. For instance, sleep is the foundation of your well-being. It says apply 100 years of science to own your sleep need. That's an interesting article. Here's another one. Lower your sleep debt, increase overall energy. You can't do more by sleeping less. Wow, that's a good thought. And then here's one. Your daily energy schedule is predictable. There's a clock in your head that schedules daily energy. I found that to be very interesting, and I found it to be quite accurate as well. Another one, aligning activities to energy. Take advantage of your energy. 
This is something that Kerry Newhoff talks about. He talks about your, the green zone, where you are aligning your most important work with your most energetic hours of the day. Here's one. How much sleep debt is good versus bad? Zero hours of sleep debt may not be realistic, but less than five hours helps. And they define sleep debt as the amount of sleep you have missed in the last 14 days. Here's one. Moving your sleep and energy schedule. Put your circadian rhythm to work for you today. Here's something that we've been talking about. Anxiety could be a barrier to your sleep and energy. Learn if addressing anxiety can unlock your best days. So just really helpful stuff here. But the truth is, if you want to get better sleep, somehow you have to disrupt your sleep routine if you have a bad routine. You just got to disrupt it. You've got to either stay up or go to bed earlier, do something different, and disrupt the pattern in order to put a new pattern into place. Get a sleep app. Just pick one and learn a few things about sleep. Because a lack of sleep, here's what we know for sure. We know this for sure. And I've learned it again, yet again, in the last several weeks, that a lack of sleep multiplies stress and overwhelm exponentially. It just does. So we want to get enough rest. I've been going to bed earlier. I've lowered my sleep. I had my sleep that down to one hour which means I really only needed one hour more of sleep in the last 14 days. And honestly, my whole outlook on life had really improved because I was running, I think when I started, my sleep debt was like 10 or 11 hours. I had missed 10 hours of sleep in the previous 14 days. And I would bet some of you are are a lot worse than that. And you'll find that just by increasing your sleep, you can actually do higher quality work and higher quantity of work by actually increasing your sleep. Not reducing your sleep, but increasing your sleep. Just a thought, just a thought. Pastor, do you need to get better sleep? If you want to beat overwhelm, burnout, and stress, sleep is probably the secret weapon in your arsenal. Use it and see how much you improve. And I'll get back to you with the rest tomorrow on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.